Welcome to A Cup of Growth, your very own adulting survival drink. Get ready to tune in and navigate all the juicy bits of your 20s with us. So, sit back, relax, and let's ride the struggle together. Hello! Hello! How are you, Maga? I'm good, how are you? Not too bad, not too bad indeed! Welcome everyone to another episode of A Cup of Growth. Welcome to season two. We're officially Ooh, yeah. <laughs> officially in season two. <laughs> yeah, boys. Yeah. So we have yeah. a lot of exciting things coming. Uh, one of them, in case you haven't noticed yet, we've rebranded. We rebrand it. So we have a new logo. Okay, for growth got a brand new look. Yes. We glowed up. Because it's a hot girl summer. So it has to be hot girl podcast. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, we have a very exciting things. If you've been uh, subscribed to the newsletter, you probably, probably would have gotten a sneak peek from MAGA. Um, but we we hope that you're excited for season two and that uh, the new rebrand got you hyped up. But we have new topics. Uh, we have loads of things to share, new guests down the line. And uh, yeah, very cool things this season two. Don't you think, Maga? Yeah, I'm very excited for um, this season's topics and um what it brings and like we're kind of going in a more like different not like more different but like uh we're like exploring a different range of topics than we did in first season which i think we're both really excited to like cover because it's like i mean stuff in season one as well we we love doing but i think season one was a bit of our experiment mm-hmm. um where it's like we kind of dabbled with everything we're trying to figure out what it is we want to do what direction we want the podcast to go in whereas with season two i think we've got a bit more of a clear direction and we're going to talk about like i think what is it like more like you know being an adult in the wider world rather than just looking at ourselves inwards Mm. um and yeah so i'm really looking forward to that yeah I mean, we'll still do some introspective work, but as anything and what we've said since episode one, this podcast just represents our journey and our growth. And I think that from season two, we'll see like the, the um, what's it called? The, not the updates, but like the progress, you know, where we're moving on levels like Pokemons. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> um. But yeah, on today's episode, though, to start us off fresh, fresh from uh, season one, we have burnout to talk about, Mege. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Yeah, this comes quite nicely after the 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 discussion we had with um, Mabel, where you know we discussed um, finding your dream career. Um, you know, dream job, you know, making sure you feel fulfilled in what you do and um, how kind of to find purpose through the work you do, I guess. Mm -hmm. And so this, I think, comes quite nicely when it's on the opposite end of the scale, when 
maybe you know burnout is a bit of an indication of you're not doing things that are quite fulfilling or um maybe you're taking on too much at once and um your body simply was like i can't do this anymore so um and i think it's something like a lot of people who come into work for the first time experience quite a bit because obviously um it's so jarring to go from the the world of like education and stuff to the world of work and i think some people can get drained by that very quickly Mm -hmm. myself included Mm -hmm. and then obviously but then i think as well it'd be interesting to explore just life burnout in general Mm. when you just don't feel like you have a purpose or like you just feel like you're in survival mode kind of thing yeah um so this is what we're gonna be discussing today yeah yeah but we've talked about a lot about like burnout and all of these things but maga for anyone who doesn't know what is burnout do i do the live googling oh do that let's do the live googling (laughs) okay Burnout is a state of physical and emotional exhaustion. It can occur when you experience long-term stress in your job or when you have worked in a physically or emotionally draining role for a long time. Common signs of burnout include feeling tired or drained most of the time, feeling helpless, trapped or defeated. Mm. So I guess it's kind of like a general state of being where mentally, physically emotionally you feel very very tired and just exhausted from being exposed to so much stress mm-hmm. for a long time that it's almost you your body's gone into survival mode where you've just been doing the things routinely without really thinking about them mm-hmm. but then eventually you're like you've like basically just you've run out of fuel to do anything else yeah. because you've been like speeding through things without really having time to sit back relax reflect and um your body has been on overdrive and it's now telling you i need to fucking rest (laughs) i need to go to bed i you know but then also the negative thing that comes with that is obviously you get this feeling of like helplessness of um like nothing really brings you joy it's kind of like i want to say a mini depression it's like an appetizer for depression because obviously (laughs) depression is a very (laughs) is a more serious you know mental illness yeah as Cass knows (laughs) not outing you at all Um, but yeah i feel like it's very (laughs) it's very interesting how you mentioned in the intro that um how kind of like we shit from burnout from when we're in education or when we grow up and stuff so connected to that maga when do you think did you have your first experience with burnout and did you know that it was burnout at the time okay so i i kind of did a little bit of thinking Mm. on this um because i was trying to look back at like experiences and figure out whether it was like you know, like more like an anxiety slash Mm. minor depressive episode or whether it was actually burnout. And I think the one time I did get it was last year after I finished uh, my six month kickstart scheme. Mm. 
and it was like now I have to look for a full-time permanent like proper job and um and I just remember this feeling of like it wasn't like I didn't feel sad and I didn't you know like you do with depression I didn't feel hopeless or anything it's, it was just more like I just wanted to do nothing I just wanted to be in bed all day I didn't want to talk to anyone slash I didn't have much to say to people mm-hmm. I just feel like I I I just didn't I just didn't have the motivation to do anything mm. and it's like even if I if I knew like for example if I tried doing one of my hobbies like playing piano I I knew that was going to be good for me but then when I finish when I would finish like a, a piano session for example like it wouldn't make me feel fulfilled or satisfied like it didn't have the same effect like it usually would and I was like hmm, this is kind of peculiar mm. and then it just feels like and it just feels like you try and then I tried doing like good habits like working out or eating a bit better you know getting proper sleep blah 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 and it's like none of that was working either so I was like what the fuck but then at the same time I was like I don't feel depressed because it's not like I'm in a job I allowed myself to take a little break and stuff like I even went on holiday like straight after I finished that job and then I came back and I was like oh I'm so motivated to do things and then in fact my body was like no we're not Mm -hmm. we are not and um it was just so I think I'm gonna describe how I felt I guess because I think burnout can be different for everybody Mm. but basically what my days looked like was I had no routine like no alarm set I just wake up go to bed at whatever time I felt like it often not very good times like going to bed a bit later waking up a bit later and then I would just start wearing my day with no direction no goals no I wasn't in the mood to do any like job searching or anything any work anything that you want to say is traditionally productive Mm. quote unquote and I would just go about my day and just all I wanted to do was just watch content I just wanted to consume I just wanted to put my brain to the side and just let people just entertain me because I I obviously nothing I was doing for myself was working but then obviously we know that you know watching tv all day watching youtube all day going on social media all day is not good for you either so it kind of only made things worse and I was stuck in this cycle where you know I wasn't even taking care of myself like I wouldn't shower as much as I usually would I wouldn't do all my like self-care routine I wouldn't work out I had an awful diet um and um I wouldn't go outside the house um I wouldn't see any of my friends except for Cass because she would literally force me if she could um um, but also you know like Cass is an exception like I always have energy for her but (laughs) (laughs) um and then yeah and then like I just I just wanted to basically stay in my room in my bed on my computer on my phone or on my tv all day 
and um i was just exhausted like i didn't have the motivation to do anything even i didn't have the motivation to do the things i love which is like reading and like piano and like i don't know whatever other things so it's basically i kind of fell out of a routine had no routine was constantly exhausted and none of my hobbies or good habits were doing the trick so that's how it was for me mm. i'm gonna pass the ball to you now mm. Cass, because i feel like I'm, I'm losing my voice i'm like <laughs> drink water girl <laughs> <clears throat> before you start wheezing <laughs> <clears throat> Marga is um, okay. battling her allergies, so if the if there's an unexpected wheeze, it's not a dying animal, it's just Maga <laughs> controlling her asthma. <laughs> Quite literally. Uh, but yeah, I guess in terms for me, I think since the last time we've talked about this in preparation for this episode, I've done a couple of a, a couple a, a bit of thinking as well, and I realized that. I've had burnout before without knowing it was burnout. Like, I feel like I, the term of burnout didn't like get in my brain until like very, very recently. I've seen a couple of years ago and stuff during university. Um, But I feel as well that even though I thought, like for me, when I think of being burnt out, it's just feeling drained like Maga kind of said before it's like feeling drained of energy and stuff but I've noticed as well thinking back on my experiences and stuff that I have levels of burnout so I I can feel tired like any other person like I'll feel tired physically or from doing some type of effort in some activity or in some type of event or environment or whatever but then I'll have like mini burnouts medium burnouts and big burnouts so mini burnouts for me would be like having anxiety and being stressed and like kind of like focusing on that for too long like more than necessary like hyper fixating on a situation or a feeling and being drained by it but then getting out of it because i got distracted by something else for example that would be like one thing like a medium burnout would be like what I would consider my teenage years when studying is like I am tired because I'm putting my brain to the test by memorizing textbook upon textbook and um, you know trying to cram things for an exam and then I would classify like a big heavy burnout anything that's related to anything that's that's emotional that triggers me emotionally and manifests physically and that's when the drainage of energy comes for me and then that manifests into me not having energy for anything and for me like Hmm. i can say very easily that i get burned out from work and this was very one an easy example for me to think about being burned out from work is when i got burned out from working in amazon um Mm -hmm. and but for me if i think about like the actual feeling of burn out like burn out for me it's everything that causes me some type of emotional like not catharsis per se but like some type of emotional response which is like um having an argument with someone 
and or like falling out or something like that because the thing with me is that i <laughs> your girl doesn't let go <laughs> i can hold on to a grudge for five years and not let go and still say the same shit to maga over a phone call every time but like that to be fair that's t but for maga but for me it's like being so like kind of trapped in a feeling that kind of like manifests in my relationships with someone else or it bleeds into my hobbies it bleeds into my work because it's so toxic to me um and that can be like a breakup not a breakup as in a relationship but like if i've had like a very 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 bad argument with my boyfriend it will show if i've had like a breakup with a friend it will show like i'm still not over some of my friendship breakups like maga knows how that goes <laughs> but like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but like it's for me it's being so in the dark with that feeling that because i am so hopeless in that feeling i am it manifests into everything else which means like i will disconnect i will physically and mentally disconnect from every situation i am faced so if i'm at work i will disconnect like i'll be there in body but i'm not there in soul or in mind i'll be talking with someone and it's not registering like my bitch face will come on strong because i'm not there you know what i mean like and nothing will bring me calm or like release and for me getting released for something is like listening to my heavy metal staying in bed watching at the ceiling just like vibing to my rock bass and that will do me mm -hmm. fine but for me to not be released of my emotions that way that's bad <laughs> that's bad and i'm very much like maga in the sense that when i disconnect and i hermit like well i hermit like for us hermiting is very different but like disconnecting from something and for us just staying in bed all day because there's no energy in any sense of your body within you it's a big thing for us and like mm. i would be the same as maga like i would have zero energy to talk with my mom or with my partner or any friends and like maga says that she has energy for me right but maga knows that when i'm really burnt out like i'll send her a message i'm like i cannot talk <laughs> like reach me another day like i'm not here mm -hmm. like i need to deal with this in some way but i will know that those types of those emotions and that feeling of burnout will linger like the hard bit of like the explosive emotion let's say will last me like a week or two or even a month and then I'll know that it hasn't left for a long time if I'm still fixated or it it keeps triggering me down the line. So Maga knows a lot of that, about this, but it will be very easy for me to get triggered by it and then be burned out from the thought of it again. And that's how I know that I'm still burned out from that feeling. So for me, it's more drainage like emotionally and then triggering everything else like it starts emotionally then it goes to mind and then physical and spiritual and i'll be the same with magazine i'm the type of person that 
I can very easily write about my emotions if I don't listen to music like that is like last resort like listening to metal and just like you know feel that explosiveness but I used to be very good at journaling and all of my poetry from like university would be all about how I was feeling and all of my short stories would have some type of you know bleed from my emotions and stuff but it's come to a point where I know that I'm so burned out that I cannot write anything on page or on my phone or on my computer like there's no way for me to know how to start untangling the mess that is my emotion in that situation and so that's how it is for me it's a <laughs> very wattpad you know um <laughs> very very character. <laughs> but yeah i mean maga how did you know that you were experiencing like i think we've talked about how you've experienced burnout and how you've identified that it's not anything else but when, mm. what were your symptoms apart from like the early symptoms where you realized that it wasn't burnout? Not necessarily that you were just laying in bed and you were drained and stuff. Like um, what were the first symptoms that you first started feeling and how did you then down the line realize that it was not depression or your anxiety? Yes, yeah, so I think... I think the first thing was the first, I guess, symptom was definitely um, like things that I knew would make me feel better didn't make me feel better anymore. So things like playing piano or reading, like I've said before, like none of it worked. It's like I didn't leave the activity feeling um, more motivated or more inspired mm. or more like calm it was just okay we did that now what kind of thing another thing was just kind of like this this like physically it was like lethargic like i could not i was so tired i felt very like weak but not in a like way that i was like ill it's just like i felt weak like i had no strength or nothing i felt very clumsy they <laughs> random but <laughs> yeah and then obviously very tired just like just generally tired and um and it's like even if i did my bad habits it's like they still made me feel better than the thought of having to do to find a motivation to do something that i know will be good for me if that makes sense mm. um and in terms of like anxiety and stuff weirdly enough experiencing burnout kind of gave me this complete apathy for life that i was like fuck shit i'm not fucking anxious about this anymore because i just don't fucking care <laughs> right but i know that deep down i was still like stressing because obviously i had a to-do list i was piling up and i had obligations that were piling up and you know i still had goals in the back of my mind that i wanted to achieve but i didn't have the motivation for them but then i was like I don't fucking care. I am just going to do what I want to do right now, which is just to stay in bed and go on my phone or watch YouTube or whatever. So in a weird way, it's like I didn't stress about like the little things that I usually do mm. um, on a day-to-day -day basis with my anxiety. It was more like I couldn't give less of a shit 
like I'm too tired right now to even think about my anxiety anxietying mm -hmm. if that makes sense <laughs> um and yeah and but it wasn't in like a healthy way obviously it's like I was dismissing my anxiety but like for all the wrong reasons it's like I wasn't actually dealing with it because yeah I still suffer with it so I obviously didn't it didn't help with anything so it was in no way shape or form a coping mechanism mm -hmm. so don't get any ideas to think that burning out will give you you know this apathy that you're just like oh, even my anxiety doesn't worry me anymore because mm. it'll come back it'll come back when you know you get back on track yeah. <clears throat> and but yeah what about you because I know you obviously you you do do quite a lot of like depressive episodes from time to time i do do um, them i do do but them. how did you <laughs> <laughs> but like how do you <laughs> like how did you know it was like obviously that like how did the symptoms from depression defer to your burnout symptoms mm. and do they merge or do you have a different experience when you're depressed than when you're burnt out mm -mm. This is very interesting because for me, like if I were to talk about like, because the thing is like, if I talk with Maga about my depressive episodes and me feeling burnt out, like because she knows me and she gets my logic on things, she knows which one I am depending on how I am expressing myself in that situation. But I feel like if I talk to anyone else about my burnouts and my depressive episodes, they would say that I'm just depressed. Because I feel like I'm I'm a very emotional person. I'm an emotional creature, guys. I'm an emotional creature. And so for me, <laughs> everything gets triggered emotionally. Like that's the first thing that will happen to me is through emotion. And um it's very for me especially like because i know myself i know when i'm burnt out and when i'm depressed and it all goes to my three categories of burning out that i mentioned before but um sometimes depending on the situation or what triggered me to be burnt out i will have a hard time figuring out if i'm either or um but it's very likely that I will be both if I'm burned out. And if I have a, like a massive burnout, it will trigger me because I will be so depleted of everything else that I will be so empty that the only thing that will be left is my mental health. And we'll be like, mm. oh, we're empty and sad. <laughs> we're empty and sad. We're going into an, our emo era hard today. So, but I feel like, when I'm experiencing burnout, like I don't, I've, I have this analogy, right, for my burnouts, for when I know, like, what are my first symptoms. And at first, I thought it was like, you know, in like the Emperor's New Groove, like how Kronk has like his little angel and devil, right? I thought I had yeah. that, and that my little devil was the one that was like talking me into things. But I feel like I'm more Lizzie McGuire and I have like an animated version of myself telling me shit. And so it's like what Maga was saying before. <laughs> I know, I know. Just get, l let me explain. So basically, you know how Maga was saying before about like how 
she knows she has things to do but she doesn't she's so done with things that she won't give a shit that's my mini Lizzie McGuire version of myself so I'll be like (laughs) for example like I'll be like having a mid burnout like I had last week because I worked too too many hours last week and I only had a day off not this past weekend the last one not that it matters in this situation but just so you know so I had one day off in that weekend and then the Monday came and I have a whole routine for the mornings. And Maga knows this. Like my main character routine happens in the morning because that's how I get happy for my day. And I usually like wake up straight off, turn off my alarm, right? As soon as it sounds. And I always wait for my mom to go to work. And in those five minutes between when I wake up and my mom leaves through the door, I have like a five minute I have a five minute period where I drink my water to wake me up. And I also have a small five minute period of gratitude where I kind of like meditate. And I'm like, okay, girlie's alive. Girlie's waking up for another day. Girlie's ready for the day. Do you know what I mean? Like I have this small pep talk. And when I have my mid burnout, mini me, Lizzie McGuire edition goes, girl, you don't give a shit about today. You don't want to do yoga. You want to stay in bed. You don't give a shit <laughs> if you want to do your routine. You just want to stay in bed because you're tired. Like, don't bother. Why bother? Like, why bother? Just stay in bed. And I'll be like, yeah, you know what? I'll just stay in bed. Like, I'll just stay in bed another 15 minutes watching YouTube, which will turn out into another hour that I was supposed to do my yoga, have breakfast, shower, and start get doing my makeup. But then I'll cram, get to the toilet, brush my teeth, wash my face, start doing a half-assed face skin routine and then slap on some makeup choose something from my wardrobe to wear to to wear to work and just walk out the door with no self-affirmations no badass playlist playing while i'm getting dressed (laughs) nothing i'll just be like yeah fuck it you know what i mean so i kind of like that's in my mid normal burnout when i'm just tired right and that's how i know when I'm kind of burnt out. Because if I'm feeling depressed, I would feel like, for me, feeling burnt out and depressed is like wanting to cry, but you just feel your soul cry. You don't physically cry. You're just like crying in the inside. You know, like very like Jane Austen, Pride and Prejudice, my soul cries for you. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like that's how I feel when I'm depressed and burnt out. But if I'm only feeling burnt out, I know it's because Lizzie McGuire edition of me is being like, bitch, you don't care. You're too drained. Why do you care? Like, nothing will bring you joy. Like, don't worry, do you care? And it's kind of like something that Maga and I talk a lot about. And it's because I know that I won't get a reward because I won't care about the reward. And so that this doesn't motivate me to do anything that I want to do. And that's mm. how I know that I'm burnt out. And yeah, that's kind of like the first symptoms, I would say. I'm getting talked by my yeah. mini version of Lizzie McGuire. And I won't give a shit about anything because I'll be like, well, it'll be better tomorrow. But it's never better tomorrow, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I guess... <laughs> Yeah, no, I see what you mean. Like, it's like you have this inner voice that's like, 
it's almost I guess it's almost like your depression nagging at you being like no no today we're gonna be today we're not gonna do this Mm. kind of thing yeah it's kind of how I I imagine that almost yeah but yeah but then when I try to get out we'll talk about this later on in some of our pointers but when I try to get out of my burnout I'm just thinking you know mini Lissy Maguire is just doing it for the plot you know what I mean? Like she's just doing it for the plot. <laughs> Fine. This is part of the season. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Lol. <laughs> but yeah. Um, moving on to the next bit. We've talked about triggers, but what do you think, Maga, triggers you hard for you to feel burnt out? Okay. So I think there's two main things for me. Mm. Number one is there's been too much emotional stress in my life. So I don't know. I've had maybe a breakup, whether that be friendship or relationship, um, maybe conflict within my family or just friends or something, um, or just like being having seen people too much over a long period of time, whether that be at work, social events, whatever. Mm. Um, and it just gets too much but usually it's more in a negative sense so like um i've basically just had too many negative experiences with the outside world and with people that it like creates a sort of numbness in me that i'm like i can't do this anymore Mm -hmm. um and it's like i almost just shut down Mm -hmm. or the second thing which i think is the thing that happens to me the most and the reason why I got burnt out last year was trying to do too many things at once Mm. I was like obviously because then I'd finished my job so I was trying to job search but at the same time I wanted to upskill and at the same time I don't know why I wanted to learn Italian and then at the same time I had to maintain all my friendships and then I'd literally just gone on holiday and I was already going to go on another holiday in like two months time. And um, so I had all that to plan for. And then I was trying to find other ways to make money while I was job searching. And then I was doing an online philosophy course and then I was trying to read and then I was trying to obviously like maintain my hobbies. And I was like, girl, give yourself a breather. Mm -hmm. Like there is just too much going on that I... I just, I was like, I just, I just gave myself too much to do on my to-do list that it unmotivated me. And as you said, a lot of these things that were on my to-do list weren't going to give me an immediate reward or immediate gratification. Mm. And so I was just like, well, what's the fucking point? You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, I, I might as well just stay in bed and not deal with it. Mm. I'd rather do that. And then it's like procrastination slowly turned into lack of motivation, which slowly like this procrastination bled into other areas of my life like exercising and you know like physical habits like taking care of your diet sleep etc and it started bleeding into all these other areas of my life and i was like yep i'm done so those are my triggers Mm -hmm. what about your triggers i kind of it's pretty much the same i think for me Mm. your second one which is like Mm. trying to do so many things at once knowing that I have things in my head that I haven't sorted out through so being overwhelmed by emotions and then still trying Mm. to you know to do so many things and I'm the type of person that works too much 
Like Maga yeah. throughout uni, I was a workaholic and I love and she I love stop. to be I love to be busy. That's how it is. I love to be busy because that's how I feel like I have a purpose. And uh, I feel like I get a reward if I do loads of things. Then I have different types of rewards to, you know, satisfy me. But for me, it's like not being able to process like everything at the end mixes so much. You don't know what it, where it starts and where it ends. And then I, like most people, like to solve my problems by going to sleep. You know, mm-hmm. if not by doing music or like listening to music or writing, it's just like, yeah, easiest way, just go have a nap or have like an early night and go to sleep. And I would know that I like the thing that triggers me the most is waking up the next morning or after a nap and still feel tired because my mm. mind isn't resting and because my mind is so active by stressing over things i'll have very vivid dreams or nightmares about things that have triggered me in the past and i'll be pissed mm. off right from the get-go the next day and because i'll be yeah. mad the next day i'll be mad for th- that will be my theme for the whole day i'll choose violence from the get-go and i'll feel numb to everything else so i'll be a pure bitch from the next day and i won't give a shit when I usually give a shit about a lot of things, but for me to not give a shit and just be like, yeah, you're on a right, you're a right one. You know, you can go and do one. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's what triggers me. And what that it, the thing that triggers me is that I know I'm doing something wrong because I am tired emotionally and mentally, but I am letting, I'm letting animated Lizzie McGuire version of me to just maneuver my body and choose violence for the day. That's how I figured. <laughs> because I haven't Maga knows this. Maga knows that I need my sleep, right? For whatever reason, I need my sleep. If I don't get my sleep, uh, you can hide from me to the ends of the world. I'll st- you'll still mm-hmm. feel my wrath. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no amount of food or pot noodles will solve the problem and that's how you know that's how you know and also my bad habits will trigger and just like maga and yeah every i'll just do everything contrary to everything i want to do all those good habits let's turn them bad for the day yeah. <laughs> make me feel mm. happy but yeah, spice it up literally do it for the plot see how it goes <laughs> but yeah um so that's me but um Maga, i think you've touched upon this i think with the first question after the definition or something but do you think everyone feels the same when they're burnt out because we say that you and i feel quite the same because to be fair, we're kind of the same. We have very similar personalities. We've been best friends for a long while. We're both air signs and we're compatible. So we feel the same things. But do you think that's the only reason why we feel the same? Or um, do you think that's just like different, but we just have very a very big empathy for each other because we love each other and stuff. And we realistically feel differently. Yeah. Um, 
I think I definitely think people experience it because like you I mean you can have shared experiences with people where it's like you know it's similar or whatever but I think you'll always have your own because you know our feelings are very personal and subjective so I think you'll always feel it differently and experience it differently to to, than the next person Hmm. but what I sort of noted just from like observing people in my life and then myself and then like other people on the internet that have spoke about it is that there are some people with burnout that are quite passive so this is like people like us that will hermit recluse want to sleep not participate in the active world just rest and then there'll be the people that and maybe i think these are more likely to be people who don't realize they're burnt out they're going to be more reactive they're going to be irritable they're going to be like almost have so much anger and be taking it out on everyone else and um they will just that you can tell that they're doing the work but it's not it's not the same quality or like with the same passion as it used to be Mm. and and i noticed that with more the older generation that don't that not very familiar with this concept of burnout and are not very in tune with their minds and their Mm. selves and they're more likely to just push through it just thinking it's just stress at work Mm. or like stress in the family home you know stress looking after children and stuff when in fact it's like no you're probably because of work or whatever stressful situation you've been exposed to for too long your body is telling you i need a break or i need to do something else that's different when i come home from work or when i or i need a break from the family home or whatever Mm. and and yeah, I just feel like they're more, because obviously they don't, I, they're not consciously aware that they're experiencing burnout. They tend to take it out on others. So they tend to pick arguments for no reason or be irritable or, um, n- you know, when they're in conversation, they take things personally or um, they have a lot of feelings of self-doubt, like a bit of imposter syndrome, I want to mm. say. Um and they also, um, but then you also do notice they do, like, I want to say passive things, which is like, um, they, they don't, they don't do anything outside of work. They just come home and they just go on their phone or go or watch TV. They don't try and do something else out of, hmm. you know, they don't try and engage in a hobby or socialize or anything because they think it's just stress at work and it's just another stressful day at work or another stressful day at home or whatever. Mm. But, and obviously this is like what I've observed, like especially the dichotomy between like older generations and younger generations. Mm -hmm. Like I think we're very passive and we, if we know we're tired, we're going to give ourselves the space and time to rest Mm -hmm. because we're very in tune with our bodies. And so we know when like, emotional manifestations become physical and when physical manifestations become like mental emotional Mm -hmm. and so we are more likely to maybe take care of ourselves which the way we do that in burnout is just by sleeping or like staying in bed all day Mm -hmm. and not doing anything whereas i feel like the older generation because they're not very familiar with that or they're less likely 
you know, it's a bit, it's a bit of a generalization. I'm not saying all people in the older generations like that, but from my experience, from the people around me, that's what I get. They're more likely to like dismiss it, ignore it and actually make the problem worse over time. But then they're not very conscious of themselves to the point where they're taking it out on others. And it's, I'm not blaming them for being horrible people or anything. If anything, you want to help them more to realize that that's what they're experiencing. But older generations are a bit stubborn. So it's kind of hard to do that. But I definitely think, you know, there's not one singular universal experience of burnout. I think people just have it in different ways. And it depends as well how, um, whether, first of all, they realize that they're dealing with it. And second of all, how they deal with it. your thoughts mm, i think i agree loads with what you said about um about this because um i definitely think that everyone has a different expectations of themselves and that also kind of causes burnout when you cannot reach those goals or those expectations and that stress um and that that kind of leads to imposter syndrome like you said and that kind of you know triggers more to whatever stress you have added on yourself but i also think what you said about the generational we always talk about generational trauma don't we but i think there's so much that we get passed on from older generations and obviously when you're growing up especially all these coping mechanisms that's kind of like what you absorb the most um from the people around you and like what you said that I, I was very much like that. Like I will be the type of person, especially if I've had an argument and stuff, if I'm not very transparent with a lot of people, not that I'm, I couldn't ever be not transparent with you, but like, it's the whole thing of, are you okay? Yes, I'm fine. Like the passive aggressiveness of, you know, trying to shield yourself from mm. those questions and trying to be like, yeah, I can deal with this with form myself but in reality like you can't because like i said before you cannot you cannot dissect each problem because you don't know where it starts and where it ends because everything is so muddled up together and you Mm. try to push and push through it and like you said i feel like we've talked about this on our self-care episode but it's such a phenomenon really to understand how your body works and this all of this self-care is also very much introspective and it's very much your own journey and how you take care of yourself and all of that and so a lot of people will burn out and obviously we'll have we all have different experiences we all have very different lifestyles and we're very different people from other people and although there are so many emotions and experiences that are so universal whatever i feel in my experiences and what burns me out might not be what burns you out and if i have like very big like if i had to have you experience my very very big burnouts you would probably experience that in a totally different way than i would because i don't think mm-hmm. you would ever ever listen to heavy metal to get you through a burnout do you know what i mean and so yeah. we all have different yeah. ways of coping um, but I think it's very true that the whole self-care thing and being able to be attuned to ourselves um, 
and being able to identify what burns us out and how to deal with that is very different from everyone which leads us to the next section which is um maga how do you come out of a burnout because i know i know this will be dealt with more in our next blog post but i think maga can give a sneak peek of what it is by this yes (laughs) yeah (laughs) yes so um i mean we're also going to do an episode on this i i don't think it's next episode i think it's the episode after Mm. so like 13 or something um we're going to talk more about how we personally come out of you know like burnout ruts and stuff Mm -hmm. But um, what and but for now, we're gonna. I I am gonna do as Cass said. I'm gonna do a blog post on this in more detail. But we're just gonna quickly whiz over it. But one thing that um, it's been proven, I think scientifically, I'm pretty sure, to help with. If not, then it's just personal experience have said that it works. Um, is the seven types of rest and these are okay i'm gonna try and remember on the top (laughs) of my head these are physical mental emotional creative social spiritual Mm -hmm. um and environmental yeah environmental is like a plus one kind of Mm. thing like it depends it kind of goes in with social kind of thing yeah but you can i think environmental is also important to mention Mm -hmm. so technically it's eight but the (laughs) official one is seven um but basically it's telling you to make sure that within those seven slash eight categories you do activities that engage with those different realms every day and those will help you keep balance in your life and prevent burnout basically because you're doing good habits for yourself for your physical self for your emotional self for your mental self for your social self for your spiritual self for your creative self and for your environmental self Mm -hmm. and And it's like basically a holistic approach to like helping you with your burnout. So there's things you can do physically, like exercising, having a good diet, getting good sleep. And then obviously emotional slash mental, it's things like, um, you know, journaling or talking to someone about your problems, whether that be someone you trust or a professional. And then creatively is like, make sure you tap into your hobbies or, you know, if like you're like me and Cass, maybe you do some writing or whatever. a spiritual is having a faith in something because I think like whether it is a religion or not or whether just something you believe in like for example like me and Cass are very big believers in things like astrology and crystals and the power of like um just natural natural things like crystals and um the universe herbs universe whatever kind of thing and I think it's always nice to have a faith. And I think I remember doing this at, uh, in psychology at A-level. But having faith just scientifically does make people happier because it gives them a purpose that is higher than them, basically. It makes you have faith in life and in something bigger, which nurtures your soul. Mm-hmm. 
in essence i'll go more in depth on this more clearly in the blog post but yeah Mm -hmm. and then obviously you've got things like social and environmental so making sure you're seeing your family and friends enough and making sure the environment you're in is uh is promoting you know prosperity and motivation and good energy Mm -hmm. so that's one way you can come out of burnout is just basically ticking all those boxes another thing i want to add and i think this is kind of ties in as well to advice for um everyone out there is routines are so important to come out of burnout because as i mentioned like my thing that i did when i was burnt out i had no routine i had no structure and that really fucks you up when you're burnt out because you're already not motivated to do things so if, if you don't have any structure to your day where you don't have a to-do list or goals or intentions for what you want to get done that day then you have no direction and no direction means no purpose and therefore you just kind of obviously it's good to have a lazy day where you have a day where you don't plan anything but because it gives you that relief from the structure that you usually have when you have a job and whatever and so routines are so important because they kind of mentally prepare you for like what you're about to do. So for example, like a a night routine prepares you to like start feeling sleepy and tired and having basically promoting a good night's sleep. And a morning routine is supposed to motivate you to get for the day ahead to like um, get you energy for all the work you have to accomplish today, motivation for the work you have to accomplish today. um, And kind of almost like positive vibes you know to start the day off so in a good mood and you know when you talk to people it that energy radiates off you so routines are another thing i would implement at least a night and a morning routine even if for the rest of the day in between those you don't do anything start with that it's so crucial because it will give you a bit of structure in your day and even if that's the that's the thing you achieve and even if it's like 10 minutes morning routine that is already so much better and usually because you start doing these healthy habits for like 10 minutes in the morning that get you prepped and motivated for the day you'll actually just naturally want to do more because you've got like you almost hyped yourself up to be like oh yeah i'm gonna get some shit done today Mm. kind of thing Mm. so that's my advice um what about you Cass? i think i'm going to like you i'm going to merge these with advice for our listeners and first off i will i will say that if you are burnt out and someone that's close to you is burnt out as well or is dealing with something i think this is an advice that we've given time and time again on this podcast but know that you cannot fill someone else's cup if yours is empty fill your cup first and Mm. then you'll be able to give to whoever you want to give um and this comes with um experience i would say of maga and i being both burnt out and wanting to do for each other when we know we can't and i would say that it's so important to have a support system or at least someone that you know you can talk to like i usually talk with my mom first before i talk with maga but I know that I I can get the hype that I need from Maga and Maga can get the hype that she needs from me. And we can both hype each other together 
to try and come out of a burnout and stuff because we'll just run to each other about what why we're burnt out so like i said we'll try to dissect our thoughts and stuff and have an outside perspective to try to give us give us sense of what's happening inside our heads and obviously this is we're not saying that we're professionals we're not each other's therapists but I mean, we both need therapy, but you know, we're trying to do the work for free. Um, <laughs> but I would definitely say that, you know, again, it's so important to be able to take care of yourself. And like Maga said, when you're burnt out, there's you blow away that structure you have in your life. And I feel like we've mentioned this before, but we've grown up with so much structure because we get structure from school and then when we get out of school and university or whatever we find that new structure with work and we get all of these routines like waking up to go somewhere and being in that somewhere and doing all of those tasks and then finishing and going back home and all of that you get such a structure to your day but if you're someone that is like unemployed, for example, or has holidays from school or whatever, and you're just at home and you don't have a work to go to or anywhere to go to. If you don't want to be with your friends and you just want to hermit, by all means do. But the only thing I would say is to find an activity or something, something in your environment that you can do with ease, like something so ridiculously easy like I don't know for example I'm a big when not that I do this only when I'm burnt out like I do this all the time like I will always have food in my room like I'll have a snack or I'll have dinner if I want to like watch something by myself or read or something or have a tea and the most common thing I think is not being clean with your environment and just clutter when you're burnt out. Like I have this where Maga knows this. I will use my chair as my wardrobe. All of my clothes will be on my chair. All of my shit will be on my desk. My ma- my bed won't be made. Like everything will be everywhere. And I would just suggest like something ridiculous like, I don't know, putting your clothes away or cleaning your desk or putting dishes in the dish and on the dishwasher on your sink in your kitchen sink or i don't know like making your bed the biggest thing guys which is ridiculous is getting up in the morning and brush your teeth and wash your face maybe have breakfast like those are tasks that we take so for granted but making Mm -hmm. those is already an achievement like you got out of bed that day even if you're burnt Mm -hmm. out or you're depressed or you're anxious you got out of bed that day and you did something you know what i mean you didn't just stay in bed all day and we're not saying at all that you're not allowed to have burnt out days. Like, obviously, everyone can. You're allowed to. It's human nature to just feel absolutely done with everything. But find the littlest motivation to move you a little bit, even if it's one task a day, to keep you going, you know? And find someone that you can talk to. And if you find it really, mm. really hard to get out of it and, like, you cannot cope seek you know a professional go to a gp or someone 
seek help to get you through it. But know that rest is your right. You can just sleep the day off if you want to. You can have a very lazy day. But even in your laziest day, you should have a, the littlest go- goals. Make yourself some food. Brush your teeth. Have a shower if you feel like it. If you don't, there'll be next day. You know what I mean? Drink water. Thank you, Maga. Drink water. Keep hydrated, especially in this heat. Keep hydrated. Um, like, you know, keep yourself, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, yeah, just eat. <laughs> eat, keep hydrated, and just find rest in, in yourself. And obviously, just have a little hype prep talk with yourself just be like it's okay it's okay for today to not feel okay but we'll try again tomorrow and that's okay and that's my advice i think that's a beautiful way to to end Mm. like tied a knot with that with our last little pieces of wisdom i guess and advice Mm -hmm. and end it on a positive note because burnout can be a bit depressing Mm -hmm. but you know it's only temporary everything's temporary precisely don't let don't let the animated lizzie mcguire version of yourself win just think it's for the plot and tomorrow it will be a new episode (laughs) and you'll see where the cliffhanger left you (laughs) (laughs) lol Uh, but yeah um we hope you enjoyed this episode and hopefully learn from it or just enjoy um listening to us talk about our experiences and stuff um do let us know if you've got anything else to say if you want to share your experience with burnout or any tips with other listeners and ourselves um of how you've dealt with it um so obviously um you know do that through DMing us on Instagram or um, leaving us comments and feedback. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then our social. I don't know. I was kind of handing you the stick. Do you want to do the next bit? I am bit? trying. <laughs> you interrupted. Um, our socials are Instagram a cup of growth podcast twitter and tiktok a cup of growth we have a website as well which is a cup of growth.co.uk where you can find the blog post that maga and i work on mostly maga and that accompany our episodes also transcripts for the episodes in case you're deaf like me and you need subtitles and um, you also get to, <laughs> you also get to sign up to our newsletter where you get to see all the exclusive and all the changes and all the things that are coming up in the podcast um also like maga said leave us a review uh and any feedback um on socials or even wherever you listen to our podcast because that helps us better ourselves and improve our episodes for you guys to better entertain you um but yeah thank you for listening to our episode yeah. and we've been you've been listening to two girls <laughs> and a cup of growth <laughs> Did you see that's a new outro? We tried our best. <laughs> <laughs>
Bye, guys. Until next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye.